Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBN Style. You are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. Today on the show, I have a new friend, Miss Samantha White, and we are going to talk about, uh, it's going to be a conversation about mindset and motivation today. Samantha is a social innovator. She's an entrepreneur, a productivity educator, a mentor, an author, a teacher, a community mobilizer, and a consultant. So I feel like this conversation is going to be amazing. You guys stay tuned. It's going to be great. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right. Hello, Miss Samantha. How are you? Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, guys, I want to kind of jump right in because I really feel like this whole idea of mindset and motivation is very important. And as we begin this year, we are, um, all of us are looking to do things differently or to improve upon what we're already doing or to, you know, get rid of some things that just didn't work. And today we're talking about mindset and motivation because Samantha is that person. She has a business called Consult Positivity. I've watched um, many of her videos on YouTube, so make sure you check her out over there. But then also she's doing a lot of great posting over on Facebook. We met through a Facebook group, guys. Again, that goes back to the whole idea of you know, really getting into uh, social media as yourself, being authentic and really having those conversations. And the group that we met in, Black Women Promote, is an amazing group because those women in there are really um, actively seeking um, to do business and to do it authentically. So um, again, I want to welcome you to the show, but before we get into mindset and motivation, tell us a little bit about Consult Positivity, how it came about, um, and sort of what the underlying message of that business is. Consult Positivity is all about helping you find peace, be happy and productive, and of course, consulting positivity. It's a play on words, it applies to me. Um, it came about because I went through a lot of traumatic experiences as a teenager into my 20s, just trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma. And then um, I was just in this place where I was just so low. I, I didn't want life. It just wasn't working what I was supposed to do. I couldn't find my purpose. And I was just existing but not living. And so I finally decided to try to, my best to fill in a gap that wasn't being filled at the time. And so I decided that I was going to be a Christian mindset educator and that all of those wonderful words that you said about me are like my unofficial things that I do but I throw them all into this big basket of educating with a Christian mindset. So I want to get right into some of these questions because I want you to really help people listening today because I know a lot of people are struggling with the mindset, the overall negative tape that plays in our mind. I mean, I know we sometimes stay, we have a hard, try, hard time staying motivated um, because, you know, sometimes it just takes a long time for our idea, our passion to take root and really um, begin to you begin to see some of the, um, the fruits of your labor. And it's hard to stay motivated. So I want us to tackle that today in this conversation. How can we um, get rid of that negative tape? How can we stay motivated? So the first question I have for you is, what are your thoughts on the concept of mind over matter? 
so everything starts in the mind it starts in the body um and since the mind literally moves the entire body your mind really does matter more than anything um depending on where your mindset is it can change the outcome of your situation so because we're a christian organization everything that we do is biblical based so our philosophy is that as you work on taking out that doubt taking out that negative space in your brain and filling it with positivity then you are moving forward to where you're supposed to be with that being said uh, for example uh, i used to suffer a lot with low self-esteem and so what i would do is whenever people would give me clothes or i would look at clothes i automatically told myself that you wouldn't look good in that hmm. that's not right for your shape like i automatically would dismiss any sense of positivity that came from that item of clothing. And because of that, I didn't get new clothes. I wore the same clothes since high school. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I felt like, oh, this is not good, you know? And that's the same the way that we are in our business sometimes. You know, we, we see new opportunities, like the, the thread that we were in for um, Black Women Promote. You know, there's all those opportunities, and then there's thousands of women in that group and you look through the thread and it's 10 there's not thousands of women in there <laughs> right. you know in, in right. the thread it's like hundreds so it's like where are the other women and they're not putting themselves out there you know and it's oh that that's not right for me I don't even need to try it I don't need to look at it I don't need to see what she's talking about you know so we're we're already cutting off several opportunities that could be great for us mm -hmm. um, because we don't even entertain the thought that it may be a good opportunity. Now, I'm not saying don't rule things out that don't fit into your business model or right. that doesn't align with your brand. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying have an open mind to every opportunity that comes and then evaluate it. But if you're automatically dismissing opportunities before they even start, then you couldn't even, have, you know, you didn't even give it enough time to evaluate it to see if it was a good opportunity for you. Exactly. I agree. And um, to your point of the ladies, you know, us not having a lot of engagement as it relates to the number of people in the actual group that we're in. Um, it also could be like that whole imposter thing. Like nobody's, you know, nobody's really going to want, like, she's already doing it. Um, she's already providing a service like that. She's already replied that she can help this person. So why would they choose me over this other person that's already replied? So I just may as well not reply. And that's, that's that same negative self-talk mm -hmm. because when I see it, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to respond anyway. Right. And then <laughs> because if there's a lady who's posting that she needs guests for her show and only one person responds and she's not going to say in the group that she didn't want that one person or right. something wasn't right with that one person. Right. And then you're like, oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to apply because she only has one spot. Well, you don't even know if she's going to want that one person or what you offer could be even better. Or depending on where, what she wants the show to be about, you could be the perfect person. Who exactly. knows? She'll make a whole show separate from that one, just about you, but you don't even try. So getting that negative self-talk out of your mind helps you so much in business and your personal life because we are constantly pushing blessings away without even Blocking them, them, blocking them, not just pushing them away, but blocking the blessing. I um, had a presentation in uh, last year and I 
one of the things that I, I mentioned to the ladies was I said, you know, you know, when it comes to really understanding who you are and, and tapping into your true value, we have to look at our baggage and we all have baggage and we have to open up. I believe you have to open up our baggage, right? Got to look inside this suitcase. And I, I encouraged them. I said, pull out every piece, everything that's in that bag and look at it. I said, evaluate it and determine, did somebody give this to me? Was this put on me? And if it was, give it back to the person that gave it to you. And I said, do that to every single thing in your bag. I said, and when you're done, what you'll be left with are your own likes, your own dislikes, and your own non-negotiables. I said, honey, that's a customized bag that, you know, Louis Vuitton has nothing on, you know? And so my point to them was, you have to really understand who you are, what you're about. And I think that also goes to what you're saying about the mindset. It's hard to have a negative tape playing when you've, you've gotten rid of a lot of the people, you've given back those negative messages that were given to you by someone else because you were able to really look at them honestly and say, no, that's not true. I actually am you know, a really um, intelligent person. I can actually achieve these goals. I don't have to stay trapped in this message someone gave me and then at least in my case what I was able to do is now even though those things are still issues for me like I still have those insecurities and some of those things I recognize them now and where they came from so when they start to creep up I can push myself back to balance and say you know what Somebody told me that. That is not true. You know, even if I'm talking to myself out loud, which I know people think I'm crazy when I do, but, you know, even if I have to say to myself, that is not true, you need to just calm down. You can do this. Just take your time, put one foot in front of the other and stop listening to whatever it is going on in your head. Do you agree? Definitely. And I completely agree with talking to yourself out loud. I talk to myself out loud at least <laughs> once a day, every day. Um, because it's so vital in psychology we learn that you you learn so many different ways you know so if you're reading it you're learning but some people don't like to read you know <laughs> and that's not their learning style so mm -hmm. then they need to say it because mm -hmm. they learn audibly by hearing it you know so it's it's even better if you are reading and then taking notes and then hearing mm -hmm. so it's the same with your brain and, and teaching yourself that you're better teaching yourself that you're 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 not that ugly girl that people said you were you know that that your business is going to do great because this is the business that you is your god-given purpose mm -hmm. you know like this this is what you're supposed to be doing so why would he give you a gift and then not let it work in your favor you know like exactly. why would he give you something and then watch it crumble like exactly. he wouldn't give you something and then destroy it as soon as it touches your hands right and you're not a failure you know so those those negative things when they come up, it, it's good to to write them out. It's good to to hear them. It, it's good to say it that that that's not who you are, and it's helping you learn that that's not who you are because you're using all three of the main learning methods. I actually need all three of them in every aspect of my life. I do. I have to write it down to remember it. I have to write it down to like have it really register with me. Even if I'm thinking it, I gotta write it. Sometimes I tell my husband, if I don't say this out loud, I'm going to explode. Sometimes it just needs to be said or I need to like give it feet, like let it walk from my mouth and like have it in motion. But for those women and men and people listening who um, have that negative plate tape and it has been given to them or is consistently being given to them in terms of naysayers, 
um, how can how can we minimize that um, if we haven't really tapped into who we are and we've not yet mastered the art of positive mindset? What are some things we can do to minimize the effect of those naysayers in our lives at the moment, especially while we're trying to grow something or build something? I would definitely say start out with setting boundaries. Now, I'm going to tell you that this is going to be the hardest one because the people that are giving you negativity, they don't want you to have boundaries because mm -hmm. they are used to and they like to pour that negativity all over you like lava coming down the side of a volcano. They want to be able to pour it onto you. So when you set up boundaries, when you put up a fence, when you put up a wall around yourself and you're not allowing that negativity, you're going to get pushed back. And the reason for that is because whether they know it or not, this is something that they like to do. This is something that they're enjoying because if they weren't, then they wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're doing that to you. They're pouring that lava onto you. So setting those boundaries and, and you think about it like a house because we're very, as, as an African-American culture, we're very particular about our houses. You know, like they may not be as clean as we want them to be, but we're just not letting anybody and everybody in that space, right? We may have this <laughs> huge cookout and um, this is my favorite example. Okay, so you have a huge cookout, you invited the whole neighborhood, you don't know why, but somehow they all showed up. You didn't even want Sally to come, but she's here anyways. So you're <laughs> they're all here. And you're having the cookout and everyone's outside because that's, it's that's a cookout where the cookout's are. supposed to be outside. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be outside. Right. I'm glad you're following. And you have some kind of fence or, or backyard or it's, it's sectioned off. So they're in your backyard, right? That's your space, even though it's outside your house. You got tents up, music is playing, the good, the good music is playing. You got the 80s rocking, the early 90s are rocking. People are dancing, they're doing their electric slides, they're jamming. Everything is fabulous. <laughs> then somebody has to go to the bathroom. Mm, mm, mm. And it's just like your house is two doors down and you could have went to the bathroom at your house. But I'm going to let you use my bathroom, <laughs> but don't mess it up. You know, so now that person is crossing a boundary. Because the cookout was never meant to come inside. Exactly. Right? And most people have a certain bathroom for guests or, you know, for people at the cookout. So it, it's normally like in the garage or it's like right, right, right. you come in the house, <laughs> that's the bathroom. Don't, don't go through the rooms. Right. Don't be in the kitchen. There's nothing in there for you. Go to the bathroom and get out. And some people, they will have one of their children or like another guest that they trust escort you to the bathroom and escort you back out. Right? Yes, that bathroom, even though you don't want them to use it, it is set for guests, right? Then at the cookout, you'll notice when it's almost time for people to go or even sometimes in the middle, there's people that don't live there, but they're going back and forth from the kitchen outside because they are bringing food. They're helping the host. They're mm -hmm. working. They're like mm -hmm. worker bees. Mm -hmm. Those people you're comfortable with because you can't watch them all the time. Right. right? So they have a closer uh, space with you. Mm -hmm. they're, they're in a closer Their boundaries are, are set a little closer. Mm -hmm. So they get to come in your house without you looking to see where they're going or sending your kid to make sure they actually wash their hands. You know, so you're right. just, <laughs> they have a closer space. When those people are going back and forth, right? And then you come in a little closer. So that's in the kitchen. You come in a little closer is your bathroom or the bathroom that's further past the kitchen. 
Right. Normally that's the bathroom that's near the bedroom area, or it may even be the bathroom in your bedroom. That's right. where your kids would be, your very, very close friends who are not going to use the public bathroom with all the other people. They're just not going to do that. Your spouse, you know, those people. That's an even closer boundary because everyone that's helping you at the cookout that's allowed in the kitchen is not allowed to use your master bathroom. Yes. And then there's always a friend that has to stay the night. Like, I don't, I don't know how it happens, but it always happens. <laughs> somebody doesn't have a ride. Buki and them didn't wake up on time. <laughs> Something happens where <laughs> they got to stay the night. And you're like, okay. Um, and so because you're a nice person, depending on the level of friendship with that friend, you may let them sit on the, sleep on the couch, right? Mm -hmm. You may let them use the guest bedroom. Mm -hmm. Or if you're single and, you know, that person is cool enough, you may let them sleep in the bed with you. Your best friend is, is not sleeping on the couch. You don't care nothing about your rules. That's where she stays. She's going to stay in there. Um, and that are the boundaries that should be in your head. Because it. everything that I just said about the cookout, it made complete sense because that is something that psychologically our grandparents, great grandparents, and even our parents have instilled in us that these invisible boundaries are the boundaries of our culture. Are you suffering from paralysis by analysis? Has the stress, fear, and overwhelm finally set in from being on the hamster wheel that is comparison? I get it. Distractions, frustrations, and self-doubt can get us and keep us my one-on-one -on -one coaching program helps you tap into your personal brand and then leverage it to increase engagement and conversions through my Be The Brand approach to strategic marketing. Get off the hamster wheel. Book a call with me today. Visit AndreaPatrick.com forward slash coach. Right. part of our society. And people who have never been, we've never been taught these boundaries, but they know that when they come to your house, they just don't go in there and use the bathroom. They come and ask you, hey, right. can I use the bathroom? Right. And then they wait. You know, they don't just go in there. They wait for you to either say yes, right. or send your kid to show them where it is. They don't know where they're going, you know? So it's a part of our culture, but that is something that we need to be taught as far as our psychological, mm -hmm. because there's certain people that you're going to come in contact with coworkers, acquaintances, all of those people, they are at the cookout, but they are on the outside. Mm -hmm. There's other people that get to hang out with you in your living room. They get to talk to you. They get to be in your kitchen. Y'all cook together. Those are cool friends, right? Those cool friends may or may not also get to sleep in a guest bedroom. So you're, you're constantly setting boundaries for people in your brain, as well as boundaries for people in physical, actual mm -hmm. physical life. That's awesome. I love that scenario because you're absolutely right. And for those who are struggling with their identity and really understanding um, sort of how to put all this into perspective, I think that is a perfect story because it's true. We have these, if you look at it like a bullseye, what she's describing is on the very outside circle, those are people that, you know, don't listen to them. They aren't close to you. They're not in your inner circle. But then as you get closer into the circle, the people who are moving closer to you, those are the people that you may want to give a little bit more stock into what it is they're saying, because those are the people that you can kind of say, hey, well, why did you say that? Or why do you think that? Or they're the people who know you the best and can be honest with you and give you the best objective feedback on what it is you're trying to do. But if you're listening to somebody who's outside on that outside circle or even further outside the circle, then that's when you look, you can look more objectively at that person and say, you know what, they really don't have any bearings on what I'm doing or they, they don't know me. So just because that's what they saw doesn't necessarily mean that's true. Um, and so I love, So that's love, the love. first thing. Mm -hmm. So hey, then the next thing, yes. 
<laughs> so then the second thing is that when you set those boundaries, remember that you're setting them after people have already been in your lives. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to evaluate either shift up or shift down people or shift out people. So if you have a friend that has already made it into your bedroom, they're in your little kingdom, your close castle, they're cool with you, you guys watch TV, you eat popcorn in your bed, and they are pouring out negativity, either you need to talk to them about what's going on in their life, because it may be something that's going on with them, and then they're, they're giving that to you, because you're the only person they feel they can give it to, and you need to talk to them about that. Or it may be that they really shouldn't have been that close to you and they don't actually care about you as a person, or they may care about you, but not have your best interest at heart, in mm-hmm. which case they need to have a shift down. Mm-hmm. So they may go from your bedroom to the living room where you guys hang out, but they can't stay. You got to go home. I don't know where you're going, but you got to go somewhere. Or they shift all the way out of the circle to associates and acquaintances. Wow. And then you may have some people that have had your back since day one, but you were so focused on this other person or you were in a relationship or you were focused on your friends that you were missing the person that was literally having your back. Mm, and that, that person, person may need to move up. Mm-hmm. up. Right. So you can have a shift down from say in your close space to a couple of circles down. You can have a shift out where they need to be an acquaintance and mm-hmm. we don't need to associate that kind of way anymore. Not mm-hmm. saying that you're holding a grudge, but, in order for you to have happiness and joy, they just can't be there. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Mm-hmm. And then other people who have had your back and who have given you sound advice and who are constantly trying to help you, those people need to shift up mm-hmm. because they've had your back. You just didn't notice. So exactly. the first thing is setting the boundaries. And the second thing is evaluating them because you know, you're watching this video, you're hearing this podcast and you already had, a life you know so there's already people in said life so when you set these boundaries in place then you must go back and evaluate people and move them up down or out absolutely and then the third thing is really like once you do this shift in your life Mm -hmm. you want to be okay with your decisions you know so don't make decisions hastily Evaluate people. Um, A really good measure is pros and cons. Uh, Another good measure is making a list of what what you would like to see in a best friend. Um, Hmm. Some things that you just won't take in a best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a boyfriend, great time to evaluate them prior to getting (laughs) engaged (laughs) and getting married. We try to evaluate them when they become our husband or wife, and we need to be evaluating them. It needs to be a prerequisite to the nuptial. Yes. So we need to have uh, a list. So pros and cons works really well. Having lists um, to know what you would like and what you absolutely won't accept. A lot of people make what you would like, but they don't make what you absolutely won't accept. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this is more of a a spouse or significant other thing, but you also want to see where your life is going and make sure that they're going in the same direction. Synergy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I say that, I don't, I don't just mean like how they feel and what they're doing, but also where their path is going. So um, for instance, I would like to travel a lot. So I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I can't have a husband that has a set job. You know, I need a husband that is an entrepreneur 
and can get up and go when I go because I want him to go with me. Mm -hmm. um, if not having a husband that does that, then that would get in the way when I want to go and he can't go. And so then I'm always going by myself or with a friend. And, you know, we like friend vacations, but we also want to go places with our <laughs> That's spouse, right? You know, with your spouse. Like, so making sure that that person is on the same track. And it kind of goes for your friends as well, because not as far as um, what job they do, but where they're going. You know, if they're happy where they are and that place that they are is not where you want to be, mm -hmm. you know, and you want to go higher and higher and higher. And, then and they're they, perfectly happy just being where they are. And then it almost seems like it'll cause, it, it will cause tension because it seems like you're trying to pull them from a place that they, they're not, they don't want to leave. So making sure, once again, you got to change that. You got to shift that out. So if they're happy where they are, and that's cool, then you can come over and hang out sometimes, but you can't be my bestie because right. all my besties, we're going higher heights <laughs> and deeper depths. Like we're, we're moving. Right. So you got to get with it or, you know, get lost. I can't help you. <laughs> So would you say, so the third step, would you just call it like um, resign in the decision you made with your evaluation? How would you get, like, give me a title. I'm writing these down, so I want to be able to give them, give them titles. So what would you say that is, this last step? Being okay with your decision. Because a lot of times, and the reason I make that a complete different step is, like I was saying before, a lot of times you make a decision and then people attempt to make you feel um, bougie or um, uppity or you're yeah. too good. You that's forgot that's, when you were talking about friends, your best friends and things like that, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, if, if your friends, either, either your friend has to, if they're happy where they are, they also have to be happy with where you want to go and they have to be okay with that. And there shouldn't be any, um, any um, anger or, or resentment in the relationship. And if you find that's the case, then what you're saying is absolutely true. We need to kind of, they need to kind of go down on the list in terms of their position in our life. But at the same time, if they, if they're fine with them and they're also fine with you going and doing, then you may, you can leave them in the circle because you can still express your, um, you know, kind of where you are and what you're doing and where you're going with them and they still can be positive about it. I think what we're talking about That's here the key. are because the naysayers who are who are projecting negative energy on you because you have dreams and goals and aspirations and they're absolutely fine being, you know, Joe Blow in the city you went to high school in, you know, living their best life. If they're giving you negative energy, then that those are the people who have to go down a notch or potentially be knocked out of the circle altogether. But if because my best friend, love her. She's not even my best friend. She's my sister. She's just my sister. And she's happy living her life in the area we grew up in. But she doesn't begrudge me my happiness or my goals and things like that. So she remains my sister because we all know we can't choose our family. But when we can, if they can act as though, you know, they still love us and, you know, have unconditional love for us, then they can stay in the circle. So we're not talking about those people. People. No, definitely not. And I have friends who have nine to fives and they're, awesome i mean but for me your spouse is something you can't that's, that's true like yeah, you need if, if if you want to live in hawaii your <laughs> spouse needs to like he needs to want you can't pick a spouse that likes the cold and live in hawaii like right you or know that at like some water. point it I may not like be water. now <laughs> but at some point there's going to be friction 
because exactly. it's so hot here and I'm so unhappy and they're yes. just like, oh my goodness. And then you're like, this is amazing. And you're excited, <laughs> but then you can't really enjoy it because they're being a Debbie Downer. So yes. like, that's what I, like you're, that's what I meant by your friend. You need to evaluate them for sure, but make sure that you get that positivity. And if they're happy where they are and they are still positive about where you're going and what you see and what you want it to look like, they're cool. But your exactly. spouse, theirs needs to align as close as you can get. Um, not saying that they have to be in the same field as you, but they need to have the same goals, same aspirations, and ultimately have the same vision for their lives, for their companies, um, as you do, because if not, it's, it's not going to work. Right, exactly. I want to kind of go over into motivation because we, we talked a lot about our mindset. And I think that that is sort of the root or foundation of how we stay motivated. Because um, if we are still dealing with that negative energy and those naysayers and those negative tapes, it's really hard to stay motivated. And as entrepreneurs, we have to stay motivated because it is so easy to pack up. If everybody could do what we're trying to do, then it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Everybody would be able to do it, but it does take a certain mindset and that mindset is what is going to help us push forward and stay motivated. So because mindset is really something that is internal and we have to look at who we are, understanding all of that, which is kind of, I always say, um, personal, your personal brand is who you are. I call that your noun. And then personal branding is the verb. It's the action of how am I going to take who I am and leverage it across all these different mediums to help and serve those um, with the expertise I have. And so you have to stay motivated to continue that action. So how can we then use our how can we stay motivated, actually? Like from a psychological standpoint, given these mindset issues we might have and the naysayers we might run into, how do we stay motivated? One thing that always motivates me is knowing that there's someone that was out there, that is out there that's just like me when I was younger and needed this. I try to touch base with all of my clients, all the people on my email list, I try to talk to them like one-on-one. -on -one. And um, earlier today, I was really frustrated because I had like two crazy calls back to back and I was just like, okay, I'm done. Um, and then I called three more people. <laughs> and the last one was this lady and she was so excited. She was saying she was just talking to God this morning and she was telling him that she can't stay here. She has to move. She has to move her mind. And she was like, well, I don't know how you know, and I called. And then, you know, that's what I do for a living. So mm -hmm. I'm talking to her and I'm telling her, you know, I'm so excited to talk to her. And then she says, wait, wait, you won't believe this, but I was literally praying for this, like mm. this morning. And had I given up when I was so, I mean, I literally had a girl like hang up on me and I couldn't figure out why she said she thought I was a telemarketer and I'm like oh, it's no. not recorded it's not scripted I'm talking this is me <laughs> I am the owner of the company like right. I know that's weird for me to call but I do that because <laughs> I don't want it to just be a company I want to like actually have a, a relationship with everybody right so um I was just so frustrated because I was like you've got to be kidding like <laughs> and then I called lit she was literally the second person after that those those two incidents back to back 
and I had just prayed. I was sitting on my couch and I was like, God, I think I'm done for the day. I'm not calling any more people. Mind you, this is like nine o'clock in the morning. So it's a little <laughs> early to be done for the day. Right. But, <laughs> but I was frustrated. And, and what I want you guys to get is if I wouldn't have called those next two people, I possibly would have blocked what I was supposed to do today. And if I don't reach out to anybody else today, I was able to give someone a little glimpse of hope. And that, and that is why we are doing what we're doing. This, that's why this is your purpose. That's why you were given this because God is using you to fulfill a void in someone else's life. And it's so crazy that she was praying for that. And she was praying for some positivity, some happiness today. And I was like, God, this is what I do. I give happiness, but that's two blows back to back. And mm -hmm. I'm frustrated and I don't know why people keep hanging up on me. Let's get on. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, what? I'm done. And then I was like, no, I set a goal today. We're going to take a breath. We're going to keep going. And so you never know when you stop or when you give up. If you're not going to get or the next thing is going to be worse the yet, thing. if someone yes. else isn't going to get where they were supposed to get today. Yeah. And so you never want to stop anyone's blessing. You never want to be in the way. You want to make sure that you work always in the move of God, you know, having him order your steps. And so it's so crucial that we stay motivated, even in those times where, I mean, it really sucks because these like, and let me just give you a little insight. The people that I'm calling, I'm not cold calling. They've right. been on my email list. I call them, I email every week, you know, I send text messages. So it's weird that you don't know who, who I, I am. am. You know, like, or, it's, it's right. just like, what do you, what's going on? Um, so for me, it's like, when you talk to people, it doesn't always turn out the way you think it should. Sometimes it's worse, but sometimes it's a blessing in disguise, you know? So you never know that goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. You never know when you stop. Um, you never know when you block up mm -hmm. an opportunity that it may be the one that you were supposed to have. And if she doesn't get anything, if she doesn't do any of the services, if she doesn't even talk to me again, she encouraged me enough today to know like, wow, this, this thing that you're doing is so important. She was so excited. She was laughing. She was like, I've been crying and now I'm laughing. And it was just like very inspirational. So, so never think that what you're doing isn't important. Right. No matter how hard it gets, no, how to, no matter how much you want to quit, your purpose is important, not just for you, you know, to be fulfilled, but mm -hmm. it's much more important for other people who need whatever you're selling, whatever you're doing, you know, whatever it is that is your mission. It's so important. So before I let you go, because that is like a perfect place to end it because you're right. And that is, a, I have written down so many notes on how to stay motivated. I don't even know if you knew that you gave so many, but I've got a whole like four bullets, five bullet points here of how we can kind of pull that together. But so before we go, tell us what you have coming up um, in 2020. How can people, you know, get a hold of you. We'll definitely have that down in the show notes so that they can reach you and find your YouTube channel and um, all that you're doing. But what do you have coming up briefly? What do you have coming up in 2020? So we're actually doing a lot of really, really cool things. This year has been like crazy. Um, so since 2017, since the start, we have done one-on-one -on -one lessons um, in which we teach you like one-on-one -on -one how to be happy and productive. We mm -hmm. go through the specialized plan with you. 
and we've done that always. The consultations are always free. They're 30 minutes long. Mm -hmm. um, this year, we launched courses, which have been crazy <laughs> uh, because I've never done it before. And so many people requested it that I, you know, I try my best to figure it out. And then once I did, so many people have enjoyed it. So we awesome. currently have one on depression. We have one on anxiety and we have another on happy and productive lives. That last one includes spiritual, business and personal productivity. We have all of the social medias, like every single one of them that you can think of. Uh, we have Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. I don't know how I forgot them. This is like <laughs> the biggest one. Um, we also have a Facebook group. Our YouTube is awesome. Any live or any video um, that I post in my group or anytime I go live on my Facebook, I funnel I it back it. to YouTube. All of my interviews that I do, if I can get the, um, the video, then I put it on my YouTube as well. So YouTube is really cool. Um, we're, we're literally like worldwide and it's it's crazy how big we're getting so fast. This is only our second year. So our third year is gonna be amazing. I hope that you guys yes. connect with us, you talk to us. And, and we're gonna link get. everything below so that they can, so they can reach out to you. And I love your videos, so I know they're going to enjoy those. And I love all those topics you have those courses on. So make sure you guys tap into that. We'll make sure you have links to that. I want to thank you for being on the show, uh, but uh, I, ha I have just a second left, but I want to, I'm trying to remember to ask everybody this question. Let me see if I can find it here. I want to know from you, let me see, what did I do with it? Okay. How would you say you've put your own personal brand into action for your business? Like in like very briefly. Say one more time for me. How would you say you have put your own personal brand into action? Oh, um, I've worked to make it very personalized. Um, our company offers, you can text to, to get help. You can call to get help. When you text, you're texting me. I've worked to make sure that my mom thinks it's so hilarious. She always says, Oh, am I talking to Consult Positivity or am I talking to Samantha right now? <laughs> awesome. Because we're the same person. Like yes. it, it is me. So it, um, and you have to be careful with that, not to get um, hurt when people turn down your business. Right, so that's a whole other yeah. topic for a whole other day. <laughs> yeah, but day. yes, we'll I've come back to that. Because that's sure a very that good I don't topic. get lost, and Consult Positivity doesn't get lost as we move because we are the same person. And I have to remember that every time I go somewhere, um, I always tell a personal story about me. Um, because it is me. It, it was born from a place of my hurt. And now I'm sharing my joy and my happiness and everything that I've learned through my life and through all my degrees with other people. So it, it is me. I love it. Thank you so much. Again, thank you for being on the show, guys. All of our show notes will be down below this podcast. If you're watching it from my website, listening to it from my website, or if you're on iTunes or Spotify, um, you can go to my website, andreapatrick.com. Um, the link is here. You can check out all the show notes with all of Samantha's um, links and um, course information so that you can get in touch with her. Um, obviously, if you are suffering from um, anxiety or depression, um, you should definitely seek medical attention. But if it's not that serious and you um, can uh, manage it, go, to, go talk to Samantha. Go grab one of her courses because just this conversation alone has been extremely helpful, I think, for me and understanding a lot of things, but I bet it has been for you as well. 
Thank you guys again for listening to PBN Style, the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.